Oh yeah, what is going on beautiful people, welcome back, it's your boy Blue and this my friends is the Blue Experience episode number 19, holy crap, and we got the homie XP72 with us once again for the 19th time, matter of fact actually this is my 18th episode, I missed a week when I had COVID, <laughs> yes you did, <laughs> you did man, I did a solo gig one time without you man, it wasn't the same though, I'm telling you right now it wasn't the same but yeah 19 man can i believe it 19 in one year this is crazy and yeah. actually we didn't start this at the beginning of the year we started what the middle of the year sometime yeah it was yeah. nuts but was... guess what it's gonna be a good one guys we are honored honored to have mr ricardo marilla but you're like who no mr latin vfr himself is in the house today with us to discuss everything about flight simming and sceneries and other things that we're going to be talking about man so we're happy to have you on the show ricardo welcome aboard my friend how you doing man hey my friend how's it going thank you for inviting me to this uh, show man thank you so much appreciate it oh absolutely man first um, of all i love your accent where are you from <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> actually um my parents are dominican i was born here in the states so i've been back and forth caribbean dominican and the united states so it's kind of a mixed accent yeah <laughs> makes sense that's why that that mdsd scenery looks so good because you're like i gotta get that one right <laughs> hey, i good saw the go. puerto rican scenery and i was like is this guy puerto rican because i felt like some of the caribbean airports you you, you guys have made are are even higher quality like nothing down on the other ones it's just like i felt like you put a little bit more love into yeah, you, you know what i mean they are special, yeah. It's amazing <laughs> places to visit, and people love those places. They're tropical, you know how they are. So They're amazing. Really quick, uh, for those people who don't know who are watching the show or watching the stream, uh, who Latin VFR is, it, the, the name makes sense now that we know where you're from, right? But so right. who are you? Like, what do you do? Is it just you? Like, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Okay, so around 2008, um... I was unemployed because of the crisis, you know, in 2009 there was a mm -hmm. crisis, economic crisis, and I just graduated from college. So um, I took a part-time job and then I found myself with so much free time. The thing is, many years before, I used to do as a hobby, not a hobby, uh, I had a little small company, it was called Dominican Aerodromes. They used to release, I used to release Dominican airports. But it was a very part-time, you know, kind of thing. So it was, I released them for FS2004. Yeah, mm, FS2004. Wow. Before that, I used to do freeware for FS2002. Uh, so basically, the idea of me selling it, selling things and downloadable for sale, was actually getting it uh, for free first, and then I saw there was a market for this, and then I jumped in. So around the year 2008 or so i started doing you know getting into it a little bit more deeper so to speak you know so i had bills to pay things to do and <laughs> so from there on i decided to make this like uh not a part-time but a full-time hmm. thing and uh, thankfully it's been great it's been great all these years um i remember back when 2000 the year 2000 2001 I used to get my, 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 my scenery, everything was free in that time. I used to just download and install a free airport. And there wasn't, that, there wasn't that much emphasis on, you know, on quality back then. 
but then as time evolved, you know, the tools came became much better. Um, we decided to um, I decided to actually get in it, and I started doing freeware airports, basically from my my native country, Dominican Republic, and then um, and then in 2008, I began doing other airports, not necessarily Dominican airports, and Latin VFR was the idea of Latin airports, so to speak. Um, so we, I started with uh, with an airport in Colombia. Then I did uh, Cayman Islands. Um, or, um, yeah, the Cayman Islands airport. And then other airports in Central America, Caribbean, um, then South America. And then after that, I ventured into the States. I started doing Key West. When I did Key West, it was my first non-Latin airport, so to speak, right? And it was a great success, thankfully. And I said, well, let's 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 keep going. And, I, and then I moved on to Miami. And then from there on, other airports, San Diego, you know. So you ba you basically march from South Caribbean and just keep moving your way up <laughs> on the map. I That's see. That's right. That's wow. right. Yeah. Nice. But 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 then there was this group of people who say, oh, you're 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 neglecting, you're abandoning uh, the Latin airports. And, and they said that and I said, OK, look, I want to do this, this other Latin airport. And then I went from there to back and forth. So European, I mean, American, then Latin, Latin Caribbean, then and then back in uh, 2017, was it? Yeah, I did my first European, which was which was uh, Barcelona. Was was a nice airport, and um, back then when I released it, well, you know, your European market for airports is very was very tight because there were so many people doing. Yeah. It. And by the time I decided to start doing it, um, I found out that there was this other group um, that was also releasing it, and it was like, oh. And then after they released it, I released mine, and then there was this other group. That oh opened. So there were three Barcelona's. Oh, wow. wow. Is, is, what, what platform is this for? That was uh, FSX and prepared uh, two, prepared three, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So then, I mean, keep going, keep going, keep going, and and then um, keep going with other airports, and um, now with MS Flight Simulator 2020. Um, we've been able to actually cut up and, and try to release as much as possible uh, airports, and we've done airports, and as you said, AREX, we've um, released those packages also, which are not airports, are basically tools to enhance the airport atmosphere in a way, so so to speak. And other tools, for example, the Jetway also, I think. I don't know if, I, if you've seen it, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, we're gonna get into it. Don't worry, man. Oh. <laughs> we got tons of questions for you. It's gonna go oh, on nice, for sure. a minute. We're gonna go sure. on for a while. Sure. Yeah. But before we even, you know, uh, we even go into the specifics of the different airports and stuff, because I got tons of questions on those and the other products like Arex right. and the airport and so forth. Um, how is it, I said you said something a few minutes ago. How does it feel to be able to take a hobby basically? and make it your full-time job business. How does that feel? I'm just, I always like to ask that question because I think a lot yeah. of us would love to do that, but yeah. we don't know how to get there. How does it feel, man? Well, uh, it's great, actually. You, well, to be quite honest with you, I'll be straightforward. I wanted to be a pilot. <laughs> uh -huh. But anyways, um, you know, I've, the thing is, sometimes you want to do something, but you prefer to, 
I'm still doing that, which is working with airports and flying on with the computers. Not the same, obviously, as flying a real airplane, but um, that was my, my my idea as a child to actually be a pilot. But uh, in any case, um, uh, I put that on hold for maybe doing a private pilot license later on. Who knows? But um, the idea of doing it as a hobby, um, I already had the know-how. Basically, I knew how it worked more or less. I knew what kind of things people were looking for on a product that you do. Um, people are more, let us say, a little bit more attentive when it is a payware. They should because they're paying for it. Uh, before, when I was doing it as a hobby, I was just releasing freeware. People did not actually look at it and say, look, you have you made an issue here. You didn't do this correctly, whatever. And that that's understandable because you were doing it for free. So once it became uh, became something that you work on, it became it became more not a hobby, but let us say something that you enjoy doing, but at the same time you're making a living from it. So it was actually great, um, and it's a learning experience. The biggest challenge is to actually the learning curve. Uh, when FS2020 came out. A lot of people were freaked out. A lot of developers were freaked out because well, we're going to learn a lot of stuff. We need to learn new things, et cetera, et cetera. It's part of everything. Um, I've, like I said, I've done FS 2002, FS 2004, FSX, um, the different versions of prepared, Lockheed Martin prepared. Um, many of them have different codes on it that you cannot use on prepared version four or prepared version five, et cetera. So you need to actually update them. Um, so it's a learning experience all the way, and FS2020 is also a learning experience. So mm -hmm. that's about what seven seven different simulators you have worked with. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, <laughs> man. Wow. Yeah. So uh, and about Explain, I know you guys are also from Explain. Um, actually, I had some people who who managed to help me out and say, look, we'll go ahead and convert the um, the scenery that you do for Explain, and they reached out and. and I think you could find most of the most important ones there. Well, the question, question about it, because I was going to bring up the X-Plane thing. I've seen that, you know, you on your website, you have all the different um, sceneries for the different platform except X-Plane. What brand is it released under um, in X-Plane? It's not under Latin VFR, is it? Uh, no. Actually, okay. it's um, it's under different brands. Um, okay. uh, if you go to the xplane.org website, um, you can look for the airports, for example, for Lauderdale Airport. I think you have it. Ah, yes. I no do. way. You didn't make that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did the modeling there. And, uh, nice. Yes, and the developer is kind enough to actually, we went ahead and did an agreement. And what's the name of the company? I'm so sorry. It says you know, DS uh, on it. It's, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. They have, they also did, I think, Rally Durham. They did um, for Lauderdale Airport. I mean, um, San Juan also. Hmm. Um, no wonder it's so few, good. Yeah, there's uh, there's other few airports that we didn't do. For example, we didn't do Miami because we knew that Miami had a lot of uh, competition. Right. Um, yeah. So that was most more or less gonna. Well, just to get technical, then, um, why did you choose not to or have somebody else help you with the the explain? Is it harder to code? Is it different than what you're used to or? Um, it's a combination of many things. Uh, some, some of it is laziness. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, 
there's different way for the terrain in X-Plane uh, to be uh, created. It's not easily to, to port from one system to the other. Um, the hardest part, which is the design and texturing, uh, that's being sent to, to the person who does it. And they just take care of actually um, putting it into the X-Plane world. Um, what happened was, um, yeah, they I, I contacted they contacted me and then we got into an agreement and um, it worked out well I think and um, yeah it, 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 the thing is for, in my case my situation since for example I am uh, I work with other people usually what I am in charge of mostly of besides design and um, and handling all, all sort of things going on with the website um, I have to code it put it into the system. And try to put it, for example, in Flysimer 2020, or put it in um, put it in prepared. So basically, the coding part is my it's my, it's my work, placement and all that sort of thing. And the, the other people who help me out, they usually go ahead and do the modern work. They do the texturing work, and I have to make sure that's being transported into the sim. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, so basically, that's that's more or less how how it works. That's how, how so goes, yeah. what type of uh, what, what type of coding goes into scenery development? Okay, so uh, thankfully for um, for um, MSFS twenty twenty, the coding is quite similar to that of uh, prepared and flight simulator um, X. Nice. Uh, they they mostly kept most of the parts of, of scenery design of course uh, I can't I can't I can speak for for airplanes because airplanes is more complex but from what I've seen airplane is a little bit more simpler than 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 from before but in my side of scenery um, I need to actually the way it works I need to be in the sim to actually place the objects accordingly and um, you design them from another, for example, 3ds Max. Mm -hmm. uh, you uh, you texture with uh, Photoshop. Now we're using also a tool called um, what's the name? Um, it's another Photoshop type of, of tool uh, that Substance Spinner. Yeah. So we're also working with that program, which is I mean, if you've seen the jet the Jetway that we did, it was completely done with that. Um, texturing program, which is actually one of the best right now, mm. and um, the coding is based on the XML type of codes that you insert in, into the um, into the compilers of FS2020, and you need to actually work with a type of file format, which is the um, GTLF type file, and it's honestly very straightforward. For FS2020, I think FS2020, in in a way, made it much simpler to actually develop scenery. Made it, the user interfaces actually much 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 simpler than before. So um, that's more or less how how it works in terms of developing. It's not that that difficult. The most difficult part it is for, obviously is the design of the buildings of the models and the texturing. Which is, I think, requires sixty or seventy percent of, of the time. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, basically, um, it all depends on how good you are 
with the tools and 3ds max which is a tool that we use before 3ds max we i used to use uh, gmax which was uh something that came with Microsoft uh, Microsoft X was came came free and then this program which is uh, 3ds max it's a very expensive program some people use blender blender I I don't know if you heard it blender is another mm -hmm. tool is very very good and um, you could also export from there to GTLF file and insert it into flight simulator so yes wow, wow. and uh, well one part which I also get a lot of help from, it's the animation. Uh, for example, as you can see in the Eric's animations and the coding, that's somebody else who who helps me out with that. That's their fan. He is a very nice guy. He does a lot of he does a lot of work with all the developers too, and uh, he helped me out with the uh, with the coding, with the animations and all that. You see all those animations, all the sounds, and all that sort of thing. So. It's a, it's a team effort. It's a team effort. Yeah. What size team do you say you have? Uh, what what's your team size? Right now, my team is around four, four people. Okay. And uh, if, and from time to time, I contract other other guys on the on the wow. outside too. Yeah. Here's a question that I ask um, other senior developers: How do you well? One, you know, how do, what goes into choosing a scenery, and once you decide what scenery you want to do, how do you get the assets for like? you know, what it looks like, what it feels like, you know, what's around it and so forth. How, do, how does that, how does okay. that, that process look like? Okay. So I haven't done an airport, a new airport in a long time. We just recently released Miramar airport, which is uh, an airfield in uh, South California, uh, scene of Top Gun. It's, we just recently did that. Just the latest, the newest one we've done. Um, for example, in that situation, choosing that one, was because we saw that there was this, for example, this interest in doing, uh, in flying into airports that had to do with Top Gun, because uh, we were expecting that Microsoft was gonna go ahead and do the uh, Top Gun ex expansion. So it turns out they they haven't released it yet, but they have just um, they released <laughs> Miramar also, <laughs> but freeware. So we were surprised about that. But in any case, we went ahead and, and we went ahead and go ahead and released our version. A lot of people liked it. It's been it's been great and uh, so far so good. Um, the reason we chose that one, like I said, is was because we're looking at what kind of what people were looking for into having, and we saw a lot of people interested in uh, combat aircraft in Flight Simulator 2020. Blue so we said, okay, let's give that a shot. <laughs> I and might I might be one of them. Yeah. So. In the past, for example, let's say the last airport I did was Fort Lauderdale Airport, I think. Uh, yeah, Fort Lauderdale Airport. Oh, yeah. and, uh, My favorite. Yeah, actually, there was already a good, a very good version from uh, flights uh, from FS Dream Team. They On did Microsoft? a very good version. Yeah, they did that in, I think, 2012 or 2011. I'm what not sure. What do you mean sure. on FSX then? FSX, was it? Right. It was many years ago. They, they hadn't done the slope runway. So uh, in this situation, I said, okay, if we're going to do this airport, we're going to have to do the slope runway system. And uh, yeah, that's what two two eight uh, left and ten right, correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that in Fort Lauderdale, that air that air that runway slopes up because it, it goes over a roadway that goes right underneath the end of the runway US the one. threshold. Mm -hmm. US that's one. Right. Yes. You know, and I, I remember the airport before that was built, which is crazy. 
And right. then, so when I saw yours, I was like, oh, okay, it is really slow. It's different to land there than it is to land on the other runway, yes. isn't it? Yes. Wow. So, so I, usually when I choose a project, I like to choose challenging ones, for example. The challenging part of doing that airport for prepared was that in the FS world, in the prepare world, everything was flat. So doing a slope runway would be a challenge to actually accomplish. Thankfully, we managed to get um, try, we managed to actually get that slope runway to to look good and to work correctly. There were some challenges, for example, when we did that, the AI aircraft um, wouldn't follow slope in certain circumstances. Oh, wow. So um, there was a, an add-on that came out from some guys, uh, very good guys. Um, they went ahead and made that possible that the AI traffic follows the, um, the, the slope. Um, turns out, turns out it, it worked. But just recently, a few months ago, it stopped working for the new version of Prepared. So we need, we had to stop using it. But in any case, Prepared is, is in, in FSX is very challenging. I'm sure Explain isn't with slope because I think it's uh, Explain does have slopes, right? Yes. Yes. It does. Yeah. So so it was a very challenging airport to do, but people loved it. People really liked it. And um, the reason I chose that airport was because the, exactly that the the slope sloping runway wasn't done um and it was a very interesting thing to do and i mean frankly you need something to actually get you hyped up to work i mean yeah. if you're gonna do just a plain regular old airport you're not gonna feel you know motivated because money alone is not the only motivation you also want something to actually make you want to do it you know and you have a sense um, of pride in your work and in what you're doing right right and the challenge right you want to do a challenge you want to do something that is completely different um how yeah. did you get to put a cruise ship uh in in the in the scenery <laughs> how do you model that well there was this uh oh you know the you know the um the freeware add-on of cruise ships and yeah. all that ships mm -hmm. Uh, this person named, his, I think it's Hendrik, his name. Uh, he's a very good guy. He helped me out. I, I reached out to him when I did New Orleans Airport. Uh, I wanted to do the traffic around the Mississippi River. You know, the, the New Orleans Airport is right in the Mississippi. So I reached out to him and I said, look, um, can you help me out doing some traffic on the Mississippi River? Because I want that to look alive, like real life, you know. That was another project which I did. And it interested me really to actually get that traffic on the on the river. So he reached out. He said, "Yeah, I could help you out." He did. He was really kind enough. He, I mean, he did the the um, the animations and everything to work like an AI traffic AI ships for the for the river. So when he did that, he also added a cruise ship. And then when I was doing for Lado, I went ahead and I emailed him. Hey, look, can you lend me the uh, the the <laughs> ship? To, to put it right there because you know for other airport has the the ships right next to it so yeah he said of course go ahead and he just passed many many of the other things for example ships airplanes or whatever you could also find it in, in some other websites and they could just sell them to you and you just try to put the code for the for it to show in the on the simulator but turns out that ship he was he was really kind enough to actually allow us to use it was a very cool guy. Yeah, he said he's not. I mean, he does it for free. The the uh, I think the free free were add on 
it's uh it's an fly sim toe i think to right, uh, right. the free ai ships it's an amazing an amazing item he added for prepared and for fast and he's a the way he works is very awesome because he he travels a lot and he on his with his laptop he, on, on the flights, he just starts modeling ships. It's amazing. It's really, it's really cool guy. Wow. Really cool guy. Wow. See, Blue is showing um the the Fort Lauderdale scenery on uh beside us now on the screen, which is pretty cool. Go back to that ship one, Blue. Oh, Take I'm a look actually at on that. New Orleans now. <laughs> he's in New Orleans. That's always a, he's ahead to New Orleans, man. But let me ask you: You talk about uh, other people and helping you, and you There's helping other people. Is there a good camaraderie behind the scenes of the developers? Do you guys talk a lot about the new stuff coming out and how yeah. you fix stuff and so forth? Is there? Well, Look, um, I mean, there's a lot of, of course, competition between us, but there's a lot of respect between us. Um, we don't want to step in anybody else's shoes. And, you know, you want if you do, if you're going to have something's going to happen, you give them a heads up, you let them know, hey, look, uh, this is going to come out. When I did AREX, um, I emailed Umberto from uh, FS Dream Team, and I told him, look, um, I'm getting this, this package out. Because I know you have GSX, um, give it a shot, check it out. And he was kind enough to say, "Look, don't worry about it. We'll, I'll check it out, or whatever." And um, when Flight Simulator started, Flight Simulator 2020 started, we kind of helped us um, helped out between us. Um, for example, Emilio's from Flight Tampa uh, was very kind enough to go back and forth with us and with others. Um, also, Mir um, um, from uh, Flight Beam, also a great guy. He was very kind. We he, behind the scenes, we we all of us we communicate, um, and uh, yeah, it's there's not that much of issues going on. Um, we all got along, um, and uh, right now we're very we're very happy with with the way things are working out for most of us. Yes, I want to say like I think that's freaking amazing the fact that. All of you guys, like, you know, from time to time, talk. You, I'm sure you bounce ideas off each other. Or you like, hey, I'm working on this. Or, hey, can you help me figure out how to get past this hurdle or whatever? I think that's so good, especially for us as a community, uh, because we get a better product because it's like it's not just you right. lone wolfing it, like, solo. Like, yeah, you, you know, you're majority, you know, small team or whatever, but there's a lot of other great developers and great teams out there who have been going through the exact same issues as you. And I'm sure they probably Googled their heart out. They probably researched you know how the heck do i make a slope runway or something like that you know uh and you could just easily just send over an email to somebody like hey well this is how you this is what i did you know so to be able to do that and see that respect especially when it comes to like you know stepping on each other where it comes to the same airport or, or similar project that may affect someone else i really love uh that respect that you guys uh have for each other but my question is how does that happen? Like, do you just have like three or five different guys that you just always go to, or is there like some kind of website you guys are going to to connect to each other? Like, how do you guys even find? Um, good question. Actually, there's for there are forums, uh, forums for Flight Simulator 2020. There were for there is a forum also for prepared, and sometimes we post post on those forums, and some of those forums are closed to the public, some aren't, but. Um, most of the time, we either private message or we email back and forth. Um, I want to do a special shout out for Stanislaw from Tarisky Design. Uh, he actually he 
allowed me to actually purchase license some of his airplanes that he uses so that we use the recent static aircraft package so sometimes there's that collabor collaboration between us that allows us to do packages and make them better and sort of thing so um yeah there's, there's always communication and from the guys that i've been talking to there's i mean there's a lot of years of of, of, of back and forth so um, right now, the way that the sim is working, I mean, the, the market is with so many new designers coming in, sometimes it's hard to keep up with so many of them coming in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, we're always open. We're so open to, to speak with everybody and get along. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 awesome, man. Let me um, <clears throat> talk about different sceneries, um, which is the easiest scenery to um, sorry, talk about different um platforms for you which is the easiest and the hardest platforms to work with to develop your sceneries which what would you say the hardest i think was uh fs 2004. Hmm. Wow. um there were a lot of tricks going on and i think fsx competes a little bit with that because fsx um aces and microsoft they disbanded it they left it they left it unfinished the code so we we had to find ways to actually uh, work around having an incomplete sim work, which was what happened with FSX. Wait, 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 Thanks. pause for a second. Re say that again. That sounds familiar. You had to figure out how to work with an incomplete sim. Yeah, an incomplete <laughs> SDK. Yeah. Wow. That Complete. sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. so... Um, yeah, they, they completely abandoned the, the team. I mean, they completely abandoned the project in 2007, I think, 2006, 2007. So Lockheed Martin came in, picked it up, and they started working their way up. And things started, started to improve. They opened a forum. They started listening to people. They started, you know, working things out. Um, I think the easiest for now, I think, is Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. Yeah, there's no doubt. I wow. think you can see you can see the amount of new developers coming in. It's because it's a much simpler, hmm. much smoother way of working, which is, I think, best for the consumer because um, the consumer will always get much more of what they want, if, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. Um, is 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 that the reason why, on average, I think the price in Microsoft flights and for seniors is a little bit less than others? Yeah, not also that, but because also the um, the the uh, audience the, the, yeah there's more more demand now i think mostly because of xbox and uh, the marketplace um has kind of expanded people people really like having that access to something they buy on the on the sim so even though we might like for people to come and buy it on our website um the thing is that people really like to actually go in and buy it in the sim. So that's that's mm. that's how people are actually more accustomed to. Yes. Do you have any kind of data with the breakdown of people on Xbox or buying sceneries versus people on PC, or is that hidden from you? Well, I could say that it's a little bit hidden because uh, the way that Microsoft reports, I could know, I could tell you that for a fact, the people who buy on our website and on Sin Market, they use it on the PC because uh, we don't have whatever you buy on our website, you cannot install it in um, in Xbox. You need to uh, everything for Xbox needs to be bought from the marketplace. For, for from my vantage point, 
I think if we can split, there's like a 25, 30% of people actually that buy from the marketplace specifically. And I don't know how much of those are actually Xbox only users. But uh, I think the, the fact that the marketplace has um, has that access, people have that access to the marketplace, expands the the amount of people willing to purchase items and products from the sim. Gotcha. That's funny because my preference, even though the marketplace is there, I think I maybe bought one scene from the marketplace. And after that, I was like, nah, I'd rather buy it from your website or whoever developer right. or even from um, um, the, 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 the Flight Beam Studios. Something right. about being able to download the scenery outside of the sim without having the sim running or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I love that. So, you know, yeah. uh, that's, I, because, I know. that's because you are actually uh, you are actually uh, you're established flight simmer. You're right. you're established. Many of the people coming into our FS2020 are new people or people that maybe left many many years ago and came back. So because we, many folks already are established in it, they prefer to use it the way they they're accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah, originally I was actually really excited about the marketplace idea because I personally didn't like having to go to 10, 20 different websites to get scenery and add-ons. Like I wanted That's, just yeah. one source. I was like, all right, I want to know that I can just go here to get my add-ons. Yeah. And I know is also that this website or platform is going to either keep my stuff updated or update me on when I should be updating. Because a lot of times, like on X-Plane, right. uh, right. we have the store. And that store does, you know, it stays updated, but it never updates you when an update happens. So you just have right. to just see a, a forum post out of, you know, out of luck. Uh, and then you go, all right, I got to go update this plane. You know, um, obviously we have Skunk Crafts updated now on X-Plane side, but on Microsoft, I was like, oh, this is dope. We got a marketplace. I'm able to buy it on the marketplace. You know, sometimes it's on sale. It just installs right into the sim. I don't have to restart the sim. Uh, I can boot up and it'll be updated, whatever. But now later on i'm kind of like i think i like it better you know getting it from like orbix direct or like a contrail or flight beam or lightning vvar's website or even secure market or sim market because there you for one you get the update earlier uh, you have to wait forever to get an update in the marketplace and if for two you just have more control um well I'll, I'll i'll be straight up honest with you they did have a lot of issues updating um but apparently they're getting their act together because uh, just recently i did an update and it only took like two or three days for them to actually. They put it in on the next on the next time they released um, products. Wow. There was there was a time, yes, and I completely agree with you, that they took a long time to release an update. Right now they're giving priority to to the updates instead of new products. Hmm. So that may be a problem for people who want to for for developers who want to put in the um, product right away. But right now they're giving priority. They they. I gotta, I gotta hand it to them. They have done a great job. Just recently, a few weeks or maybe a month from now, I've seen they have sped up the process for updating. But what you say, what you said initially about having everything in one place—that's something that many people in the community really wanted. And instead of having different websites, um, that's something that people really like. Another thing is, for example, um, usually a customer. It's a little bit more afraid, let us say, of trying out a website they don't they don't actually know or uh, right. 
a store they don't actually know and they find that if they go to Microsoft, which is the person who has the SIM, they find it to be a little bit more trustworthy. So that's more or less how it's going. But typically the established simmer does not have any, doesn't, doesn't have the same concern, so to speak. I think yeah. if, if I was starting over and I didn't know anything about flight sim or the flight sim community, I would be afraid out of my life to buy anything from sim market. <laughs> like, like think about going there for the first time, you see all these ads, you just see like a gajillion things on there. And it's like, what, what the heck is P3D? What is X-Plane? You know what I mean? Like imagine like yeah. getting in there for the first time. Like, of course I would definitely not trust any, I probably wouldn't even trust flightsim.to, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I love the website. Right. And I do trust it. I'm not saying you shouldn't trust it i'm just saying like as a new simmer and, and as a person who in the past have gotten into communities and you know like for example i'm into trucking as well american truck sim stuff like that and they have a similar process where you got to go to these different websites to download a lot of right. even the same add-ons i'm like well where do i go they all have these really sketchy downloaders so you know getting it straight from the source you know from if you bought it on steam you get it straight from steam right if you bought it from marketplace you get it straight from within the marketplace where you bought the product you feel a lot safer to get that product from there so i definitely right. feel like the newer people are probably gonna want to go there no matter what especially on xbox because your only choice there's a limitations of course uh going mm. on for example with having having it uh, only in the marketplace for example my first arex which i think norm you you did a lot live stream mm -hmm. you could select airlines for example um with the control app, you could actually set, select an airline. You cannot do that with the Microsoft, uh, with the marketplace version, because simply you cannot have another program outside of the SIM to actually make changes within the SIM if you have it on the marketplace. So that's that's a limitation that you have, and I'm pretty sure that's a limitation many of us developers do not like. If if someone buys from the marketplace, they cannot have that option. So that's that's something to consider. And I'm really hoping they find a way that we could actually, the customer could actually put options in the, whatever they buy on the marketplace, because that's something that a lot of people are asking for. Yeah. Now, look, now you're teaching us a lot here about what goes on because I don't have an Xbox and Blue doesn't have an Xbox, but not yet. You know, not yet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know, for our, we're old school PC. That's what we want to be. You know what I mean? We're we're full simming that way. But that's yeah. good stuff. Talk about. Um, uh, you keep mentioning Arix, and I'm sure some people might not know what Arix is. Um, can you give give us an overview of what Arix is and how it's supposed to work or should work? Okay. So within the sim, you have the normal catering trucks, which is blank in the entire world. You have the no the normal pushback truck, which is the same in the entire world. Then you have also the baggage baggage uh, truck, which is the same in the entire world, the same type, and doesn't have any logo for any company. Doesn't have any anything that looks a little bit you know different. Um, with Arex, you could actually get for example, trucks or baggage uh, loaders or whatever, or catering trucks that, that look for that area. So the way that Flight Simulator works, there's many regions in the world divided. Uh, for example, for North America, there's like three regions. There's uh, everything from Southern Florida, to southern, southern Texas, Southern California, that's a region. Then you have like a small region in Arizona, and then you have the rest of the entire North America area, all the way from from let's say Georgia to to Canada. That's a region. So what we did is 
we did those three regions and, and put vehicles that look like they are from North America vehicles because the vehicles that you have from uh, FlySim, they look a little bit, you know, generic type European type uh, of, of, of vehicles. And also for the default vehicles, because Microsoft trying to keep with the uh, within their limits of, of copyrights, they don't put any they don't put any logos of any airlines or any companies because they, they, they don't do that. So we went ahead and when with our own vehicles, we put in logos with those for those um, companies that that do, you know, GSE uh, ground service equipment, they do catering, they do fuel, they do all those sort of things. So so yeah, so we tried we try to make them look more realistic to the regions. And for example, with Europe, Europe, we had a lot of more chances to actually go ahead and do many different types of uh, vehicles because there, it was divided, I think, in seven regions, I think. So that allowed us to actually, for example, there's a region for France, we put, put in Air France. There's a region for the UK, we, did, we put in some, some logos for certain companies there. And uh, for Russia, they did a region for Russia. So we, we, we did a catering truck with Russian letters on it. There's a region for Greece, and we went ahead and put some uh, companies that with that look like from Greece, you know, that sort of thing. So that's that's more or less where we come in. And so far, we released the entire world. Uh, we after Europe, we did uh, Asia, and after Asia, we went ahead with um, the tropics and South America, and then finally we did Middle East and Africa. So that's more or less. Somebody had a question in chat. When are you going to um, release on the marketplace um, the East, Middle East? And yeah, we sent it. We sent it, like I said, uh, just recently just said. Um, they're delaying a little bit on the process of actually getting it into the sim. Um, they're they're improving. So I, I'm pretty sure by next month, the latest, it should be there. Because, um, yeah, hopefully maybe by the end of this month, but maybe next month for sure. Yes. So uh, I've actually never used Eryx. Um I remember when you first released it and I was like, okay, this is cool, but what the heck is it? Right. Um, like that was my honest <laughs> first impression. I was like, what the of heck course, is this? Like, this yeah, is yeah. not GSX, right? That's, that's not what this is, right? It's, no, not, a, it's not a ground handling plugin mm. per se. Right. Um, yeah. But so when I first saw it, I was like, what the heck is this? But now with you kind of explaining it, I kind of have a better idea yeah. of what it is i didn't realize that um you're actually making brand new models of the ground traffic too brand new models i yes. thought it was just the default models with new logos like, that's what i was under no. the impression that this was no, all just uh, a bunch actually, of default models with some liveries on it that's no, what i we thought we wouldn't sell that we, they will say with cameras no no way Jose. oh no yeah that, that <laughs> uh, would I mean, just because, be honest people yeah. be doing that though. yeah yeah I'm, I'm pretty, i understand completely what you say but the thing is for example the idea with with erics is replacing the models themselves and adding uh, logos and you know making them look a little bit more like vehicles you find in those places mm -hmm. um is not meant to replace gsx i'm not sure when will they release it though so uh, does this add any more ground services than what's available right now? It's just it. Uh, no, actually. Because like, for example, not... in this shot, I'm seeing a catering truck in the back. I see the mm -hmm. uh, baggage yeah. carts, the loader. Yeah. And usually, I... usually you will see the default type doing the same thing. But of course, the models are different. Gotcha. There's different models, different textures and everything. Gotcha. Um, Eric's it's meant to replace the models and the textures of the default. 
um, with more regional type looking vehicles. Gotcha. Um, I gotta so tell you that it should I, it should it should work with GSX whenever they release it because GSX if it GSX is gonna work with the default vehicles so I'm pretty sure it's gonna replace it the same way it it replaces the G, default vehicles in any case. You were saying, sorry? No, no, no. I was funny you're talking and I, I went back on the website and on your website and looked at it latinvfr.com. And I have the North America scene, which you had sent to me, and you know we play with it. And I love when I'm I'm streaming and I pull up to a gate or I'm starting to stream. Here comes the Lufthansa truck, or you know, um, <laughs> the, the, right. no, because everybody goes, what is that? You know, because everything is blank in Microsoft. But right. now that I see that you have one, two, three, four, five different uh, areas in the world, I'm gonna have to go grab those. Because now <laughs> I'm not going to be able to fly the sim looking at yeah. generic ground equipment. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking the same right. thing. Like I, I yeah. like until today, I really wasn't sold. I'm just being yeah, honest. Until today, the, I wasn't sold. Yeah, actually, the the idea is well, I mean, we 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 separate separated them between packs because um, it took some time to actually get go over each of them because the coding is different, modeling. I mean. Animating each vehicle is different. I mean, every every different model and animation is is a whole, whole completely different thing. We put in different sounds too, hmm. so the sounds really? are not the generic sounds. It's uh, not the usual. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and one thing one thing that you saw from the other from the default is like you see you see like uh, like uh, a lifter, one of those. Uh, it's it's just amazing. Some of the traffic, um, I don't want to say anything bad about what they did, but some of the traffic, airport traffic, was just ridiculous. No, go ahead, way. say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. Actually, <laughs> actually, I'm very grateful with people from Asobo and Microsoft. They 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 allowed us to actually go ahead and and try to edit those things. The SDK is very good. That's I gotta give them give them credit for that. The SDK is very good so far. Um, there's a lot of things they should try to improve like i said earlier i hope they, they could actually allow us to make modifications in the game with certain things certain options and such but uh there are some models there that are kind of a little bit far off uh, i would say yeah that luthanza baggage cart is pretty dope like i've that's pretty cool what you did yeah there. The, the, the what the, the thing for example where I th we, we would have liked is that for example you know that there are different type of carts that work in real life you have like container carts in this situation the way that the sim works um the only type of carts that work are the like the baggage loader bag like normal baggage uh usually the big aircraft they put in a container into yep. the aircraft for example that plane that you have right there is, is just like that you put in the luggage in every in every they go into the airplane separately but uh, we would have loved for it to to have the option that if you're flying the for example the 787 you call for the container loader not the baggage loader which is right. mm -hmm. inaccurate completely so i mean the way it is right now we cannot do that we hope there is a certain update to come in that we could that would allow um the user to call in for a container loader instead of a regular loader so out of curiosity because i mean you're you're more knowledgeable in this area like so especially with this uh, this ground handling stuff i've noticed that you can only ever open the front baggage 
or, or cabin or not cabin right, uh, baggage right. compartment you can never I've never seen any except for I think the CRJ uh, from Aerosoft they allow you to open up the back but you don't get a a loader back luggage. there right you don't get a luggage loader right. back there so that's is that a limitation of the SDK right now is yeah, not allowing is people to yeah. not only create that second one out of the default aircraft but to be able to you know script something to drive back there and load in it is a limitation yes um like i said uh, from my point of view this is a very long project the fly simulator 2020 hopefully they'll come up with uh, that sort of option with a drop down menu that you say okay put it in the the first in the first uh, door or open the first door and load in the back or load in the load in the front or whatever hopefully they'll come up with that and that'll be great. I'm pretty sure they sh they would eventually mm -hmm. come up to that point. It's just a matter of time, hopefully. And by then we should uh, we should be able. And like I said, I would love for them to actually have the catering. I mean, uh, the log lo container loader instead of that baggage loader, which is completely. I mean, it kills the immersion completely. That's why a lot of people are waiting also for GSX. So yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for GSX myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was the, what's the genesis behind the Jetway Pro? Uh, what were you guys thinking uh, with that? Are uh, you sitting around one day going saying what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, actually, the idea was the Jetways. They looked too repetitive in the way that the modeling was not. I mean, to be quite honest with you, the modeling for the default Jetway, jetway it was decent. It was decent. And I know a lot of airports in the world have that sort of jetway with the transparent glass and all that sort of thing. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people that fly to certain areas, they like to have that kind of jetway. So we thought, well, okay, the, the idea originally was to have solid jetways for, for example, North American airports, um, glass jetway for European airports, and different type of priorities for the other regions of the world. Um, this SDK did not allow for that. To have certain airports, certain default airports. We're talking about the default airports, because as you can know, if if you get a customized airport, you get the jetway from that come from that airport that comes with the the um, jetway. Probably only only replaces the default jetway on all all airports that they are. So the idea originally was to get like Arex in a way that we'll get, for example, from North America, a very highly detailed. North American solid jetway, for example. Uh, for Europe, that was the idea. That sort of jetway was the idea for Europe. But then we found out that there wasn't, um, it wasn't possible to do that, to put it by regions. So we were left with two options, either do a solid jetway or do a glass jetway. So what I thought was, okay, so the sim comes with a solid jetway. I mean, why would I do a solid jetway if there's already a solid jetway? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a tough call, and we went ahead and did the glass jetway. Uh, it has been a very, very popular add-in. Really? A lot of people like Yeah, it's it's more than what I thought. People really like it, and, and it seems people <laughs> like that sort of jetway instead of the solid one. Maybe because, I don't know, maybe because you can see transparent and all that sort of thing. But we put very high detail sounds on it. Um, um, the, the, the developer that helped me, Irfan, he's, he's a great, talented guy. Um, again, he did an amazing job. And so we went ahead and do that. I mean, it enhances your default airports, that's for sure. Yes. You land at a default airport, it enhances it completely. And uh, people like it. People really do like it. And it's been, it's been great. 
great. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a European airport. I mean, I've been through a couple of them, and I'm looking at the modeling you guys did on it, man. The glass texture it looks is amazing. ridiculous. Yeah, you could go in and out of this thing. You know, it's not like a solid wall you go behind here. You could see through it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank Lars from uh, Twenty Nine Palms. Um, he was testing, and he told me, "Look, initially I did the jetway, and the texturing was not, you know, was not." that great he went again look you have to go back and <laughs> do this better and and <laughs> and then i said okay i'll, do, I'll go back and, and it worked out and worked out well so this is another developer uh, large from 29 palms he's a mm -hmm. great guy too so he actually he helps us out with the uh, control app and it's all great so yeah so it was it was a lot of work uh, with that model with the texturing and I'm glad people really do like it. It's yeah, great. We, yeah. we all need that person who's going to tell us, hey, man, this sucks. Do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I'm glad because right. I, right. I was just thinking about the same thing. I thought that, I mean, you mentioned earlier in the stream that uh, you guys use Substance Painter to do a lot of the texturing work for it. And it really right. does show. Like, you can see, like, it looks like somebody definitely did not wash that window. Uh, but it looks really, <laughs> it looks really good. Um, and I was thinking the same yeah. thing with XP. Uh, I remember actually me and him were talking about it a while back. It was like, huh, should I get the Jetway Pro? Because I was a little confused. I was like, so does this, you know, what does this do to all the airports in the world? Is this kind of like Sam? You know, I was trying to understand exactly what it is. Um, right. Because, it's, you know, for me as well, I'm, I'm in the U.S. And so we don't see a whole lot of glass, only glass. Like there are, they exist. Um, but they're not like yeah. as not that much prevalent as it is in Europe, and so I'm, it's, yeah. I'm not surprised at all that Europe, you know, is really picking us up. I'm like, heck yeah, let's go glass jetways all the way. Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure the people who want to get it are people who want to customize their default airports, mm -hmm. uh, make them a little bit more, you know, interesting. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, there's the greatest thing of Flight Simulator 2020 is that you can fly anywhere and and. Well, the only, the only bad thing is that once you land, I mean, the airport looks default. But if you have, uh, you know, something else, it, people will really like it. So I, it's been great. It's been great. Uh -huh. I do want to ask. So, like, because I noticed, like, you have, like, the, the AirX project. You have the Airport Jetway Pro. And then, obviously, you do scenery, too. So, like, how much, like ratio wise, like, how much are you focusing on scenery versus focusing on, on projects like that? I feel like projects like this are not really, there's scenery obviously, but it's a bit more than that, right? It's kind of like you're getting a bit deeper into the core of the sim with this. Um, it's a bit more yep. widely used as well. Good question. Well, the thing is, um, Microsoft, before we even, they even released it, uh, the view from a solo Microsoft, they sat down with us, with those developers. And one of the things that they said to us, they said, we're gonna be doing airports. And they were straightforward. They said, look, we're going to be doing airports. Um, right now, for example, uh, the airport of Madrid, they, they did a default. They did a very nice job with the default one. And they just recently did Miramar too. So as you can see, there's two airports that I have that they already done. Mm -hmm. So there's another one coming up soon, which I won't say which one it is. Oh, man. Because I don't want people to wait for it <laughs> and not buy mine. But anyways, it, the, uh, the thing is, they're, they're going to come with that one too very soon and I'm pretty sure with many others. So the thing is, look, if I stick around and just focus on airports, mm, the situation will be that I'll be competition with Microsoft. And I don't, I'm don't. i gonna still be doing airports. There's gonna be a few more airports coming in, hopefully some new ones. Um, I was looking at Philadelphia airport. We're working on that one. That'd be it's great. gonna be coming up. Come on, man. Uh, hopefully Microsoft does not release Philadelphia airport. 
because if they <laughs> it's so but, random uh, the airports i feel like they're so bold themselves release like i haven't been able to really find a trend anywhere of like all right they're gonna you know like they just they just drop I mean, we, get, we still get very few in the u.s it's mostly like in germany um <laughs> but still it's like kind of random how they come out so it's i feel like it's probably really hard for you and other developers yeah. to decide like what do you think they're gonna come out with unless you know there's a world update coming out or something right so so yeah, it's kind of difficult to know. So what I've been trying to actually look at is is look, okay, where where is the sim lacking in terms of scenery? So we did Arex, we did the jetway, uh, we just did the aircraft, static aircraft package, and honestly, people are responding much better to those sort of packages really? than they would with airports. Um, but I'm not losing focus. We're still doing airports. We're still got a lot of airports to go. And I'm pretty sure Microsoft cannot do the 30,000 or so airports in the world. It's very difficult to do that. I, I am biased. Let me cut you here. I'm biased. I don't care what's, what um, platform it is, P3D, FSX, X-Plane, Microsoft Flight Sim. I don't think they'll ever do airports as good as airport developers. It will look okay and, you know, it's acceptable. But well, I'll, I'll be straight up. Details, man. Okay. I'll, I'll be straight up honest with you. They are contracting developers, established developers ah. to actually do the airports for them. And um, Gaia simulations, I don't know if you, yep. of course you know them. Mm -hmm. They are actively doing airports for them. And they're decent. They're decent, very good developers, and they're doing airports for them. Some, of course, not all. All right, hold um, on. Blue, do me a favor. You're scrolling through. Go to um, uh, Miss uh, New Orleans and look at the second to last shot and the last one and tell me if anybody's going to do that. Any, any, um, <laughs> show that to the audience. Go to, go the second to the last. I'm in, there. In, uh, look at that. Wow. What is that? That's a freaking bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's going to do that? Do the know, someone, came, someone, someone contacted me saying, are you sure the bathroom is like that? Somebody, a pilot could see through the bathroom and see who's there and everything. And I, uh, I don't think they could see through, but yeah, I mean, somebody was like concerned <laughs> that there's no privacy in their bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then the last shot too, looking just, you know, through the the the, the terminal out into the building, man, with the the, the, yeah. the the reflection from the floor. I mean, it's crazy. So look, I do appreciate Microsoft Flights. Let me say this, doing... Right now, JFK is a, a um, what do you call that scenery? Um, handcrafted. Have, handcrafted scenery. And it's good. But I'm still waiting for JFK to come out because I know who, if anybody decides to do it, they're going to add just that little bit more to it. You see what I'm touch. saying? Yeah, different. Right. Touch. So I appreciate uh, Microsoft doing the handcrafted scenery. Absolutely. Let me just get it out of the way here. You know what I mean? It's good. I didn't want to. I've been living off them. But I, I, I need, you know, I need the payware quality ones to come out too as well. Yeah. Actually, I do want to point you're not out. alone. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, I do want to point out too, like when it comes to those handcrafters that come out, even though they're made by contract developers, those contract developers are still not putting as much time into it as they would their own personal projects. Because well, if you compare, yes. for example, Gaia, and I'm trying to promote them today, but if you, I've, I've, seen, I've seen their actual projects that they put out versus the ones that we know they made for sobo and i'm like this is great this is good this is cool it's new it's free but it's it does nowhere near as, as good as what they do for themselves so sorry to cut you off <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's a very good point um 
I've worked as a contractor before for other companies, not for simulator, but for other companies. Sometimes you, when you work as a contractor, it's different as working as a freelancer or as a person you, that you're doing it for because you like to do it. It's very, it's, it's different. It's very different. But uh, I, I gotta say, it's very challenging to actually do this because uh, once you have it free, people usually don't usually don't are not interested in, in buying it but uh, there's a market for example Miramar has sold well i think despite mm. being being already there free and people really, really they really respond respond to to the things yeah i just saw the there was a lax airport also released recently really um mm-hmm. in certain market i think I and it, it appears to have a lot of people interested on it and um there's there's a market. I mean, there's a, people people sometimes just, they just get bored with default things and they just want to try something else. That's 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 where we come in. That's where. Yep. Quick question, yeah. and they they've been asking this in my chat, and I would I would, I would be killed if I didn't ask. Um, it's very specific to Miramar. Can you spawn under a hangar? Uh yeah. Okay. You could. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the once you select the gate, if you select the gate. Uh, or the parking stand where the on the hangar is, you could spawn in there. You could, of course, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I don't. I don't have the number of the stand, but if you if you look in the map in the area where the uh, hangars are, and you have a, st- a spot right there, yeah, you'll you spawn in there. Yes, of course. Yes, Tyler, you're welcome. That was for you. Thanks yeah. for waiting. <laughs> All right. There's there's, a ton, there's a tons of questions in chat about different places that need scenery. I'm gonna ask for this one myself. Someone just put it. MKJP. So, Jamaica. wonderful. That was one of the first reports I did back in 2009, I think. Um, right. It's nice P3D. Place. Yeah. That's, we needed for, we needed for Microsoft flights. I need to be able to fly home, man. I'm Jamaican. Oh, that's that's Kingston. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome place. Very. Beautiful. Are you are you gonna do it? <laughs> well, I think so. I, why don't we just get, do a, another podcast where 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 I just show you the airport? Uh, that preview. sounds good to me. <laughs> that, <that's amazing. laughs> I, would, I would love it. I would love to do that. Yeah, of course. That, of course. That would be good. Um, yeah. You know, somebody says the Caribbean need more airports. Somebody wanted to know if you're going to update um, TTPP, which is uh, Trinidad PR Co. I forgot what, yeah. what Simi was saying, if you're going to ever update that or drop it on the marketplace or something. Yeah, well, the thing with that one is that um, it was done so long ago that we'll have to redo it from scratch because of um, many of the airports that I've, that I've done many, long, many years ago. For example, that one was done uh, like 10 or 11 years ago. I mean... As time comes by, technology changes. People become also more attentive to the details and stuff. So sometimes just updating it is not worth it. What I would do in that case is do it from scratch. And I think that will be if I if I do that airport again, I'll do it from scratch and I'll do a better job than what it was before. So yeah, of course we'd love to go back and do those things. Of course, of course. Yeah. If I could tickle MD, your brain. MDPP. MDPP. What about um, that? That's uh, Puerto Plata. Yeah, I, I think my friend from uh, F, um, Dream Team. What is it? No, uh, FS Dream Team. Team? No, uh, what was the name? Uh, Dream Flight, I think. Yeah, Dream Flight right. did that for prepared, and I think he has that coming through. Yeah, he's gotcha. he has it coming. Yeah. So a lot he's of the P three developers are they kind of like had like in the pipelines to kind of port over all their scenery before uh, they start yeah. making new stuff. In I'm not authorized to, to talk <laughs> for them, but I could tell you this. Uh, I would say 90 something percent of all of those airports 
that even even if they're free right now, they're gonna come. They're gonna come to the sim. Uh, and many of them, of course, are free. And I'm talking about airports in the United States, and I'm talking about other airports. They're gonna do them. And I've spoken with them, and I encourage them. Look, you need to keep, you need to keep going with it because they're, they're gonna do them. They're gonna be released. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. So another question about that on that. So like, what's the not the process, but how diff- is it really easy to port from P3D to Microsoft when it comes to scenery? Is it just like a, you know, drop it into the editor and, and recalibrate uh, it, or is it? Good question. Well, like the thing is, is very, very difficult. Well, the thing is that for MSFS, the lighting is different. The lighting is different, so you get you get um, you get shading is completely different. And for what we did for Flight Simulator for Prepared was we did the shadows, we did all those sort of things in the textures to look, to be baked into the textures. You don't need that anymore with FS2020. So with FS2020, people are demanding more high detailed, more crisp textures, which can be possible because uh, now you don't need to actually bake shadows. You don't have to bake uh, any more uh, ambient occlusion sort of thing into the textures. So. You could do that, of course. For example, I'm working right now on Baltimore, and um, I need to retexture the entire thing because if I redo, I just do the what you're saying. I could do it, of course. You could just go ahead and polish it like that. It's it's not worth it. You need we need, I mean, it's not gonna look good. You need we need to get it to the standards of of, of the new sim. So yeah. then the standards are to actually do a very high detail crisp texturing, which is. I mean, you, you could see default airports with very high detail, crisp textures. You're not going to have payware with with less than that. It's not possible. So uh, that's we, why stay, we stay away from payware with less than that. Ask Blue, yeah. will tell you. Yeah, oh, so yes. so the idea, the idea is to actually, if we're going to release this, we need to actually work it better. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the idea. Hmm. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not that simple unless you want to, if, unless, Unless you don't want to work it, that, that's the way to put it. Yeah. Basically, if you want to make crap, just pour, just just drop it over there. Just drop yeah. it over there. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, look. Um, in in your estimation, uh, I got I have to go here. Oh. Explain eleven. You know what you did with Explain eleven? You got the help. You released some scenery. Some other people help you. Explain twelve. Have you looked at it? Have you seen what they're doing with the lighting and the different things? Oh, I think I've seen something. Thought, yeah. Any thought on it for you from Latin VFR would explain 12? Yeah, well, um, I would love to actually get the, the packages that I have for FS bombing for explain 11 in there too. So we'll look into that. I'll speak with them. The situation with explain is that um, I would love to tell you yes, but the thing is there's just a lot of competition in there. You, you can see, for example, Miami Airport. It's really competitive in there, so we'll have to think on that to see how we could actually, you know, compete in there. So yeah, we're we'll, we'll looking at all the platforms coming in. We're not going to be exclusive to one platform um, for certain. So yeah, we're going to be looking at that too. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know that you know. I'm sure you guys as a team are humble and see you got you see yourselves like and you see your own uh, weaknesses and you see your own like weak areas but like when i look at latin vfr stuff and i've only been introduced to you guys in microsoft because i didn't play p3d but the quality that i've seen in your scenery if you were to get that same quality in x-plane you are i mean you would strongly compete 
uh, against yeah, other. Yeah. I, I understand that there's there's you know there's Baltimore scenery, there's there's Miami scenery, there's uh, you know there's a lot of a lot of the scenery you've done on P3D because you weren't already competing with X Plane, so it didn't matter what they made on right. that side. But if you were to go over there and it exists, you would be a strong competitor. Yeah, you would probably step on somebody's toes, which may not be happy for them, but. Um, I think that you'd be, I don't think that you, I think you'd do better than you would expect. Yeah. Well, we'll give it a shot, of course. Yeah. We'll I'll honestly say that you're going to be top three senior developers in X-Plane. Look, I've seen some very I, nice. Oh yeah. Scenarios. Trust me. I, I have I'll, my yeah. picks of good people for X-Plane. And then there's just some stuff that like, you know, I mean, not to say anything about anybody, but people say, hey, man, can you look at my senior for me? And I want to go, dude, you got you got work to do. You know what I mean? If I'm going <laughs> to introduce to my audience, you need to put in some more work, you know. But it's and, already in uh, the store when they reach out to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, and and that's why X-Plane sometimes is looked at as like a third a third class um, uh, platform. You know, because uh, we sometimes feel like that they, they don't give it the respect it deserves. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so uh, if you, I'm just as my opinion, if you if you looked into it, uh, you know, and drop one, at least one scenery and see what the response is, I think it's going to be good because the yeah. quality that you have here would translate over to that. Definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll definitely give this give this a, a chance. I'll of course go through it with the team, and hopefully we could come up with something. So when or less is the new. Uh, explains platform coming in. We don't I'm, hoping, know I'm yet. hoping first quarter <laughs> next year. You know, um, they've been dropping a lot of screenshots lately, just one after the other, every other day. Right. And whenever I see them on a roll like that, they're I feel like they're close. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I have no in with them to see, but you know, but right. throw it a shot. See, Blue, me and you are batting for X Plane right here. Austin, <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> I just, you know, I, w- I just want to see the best in every scenery that I'm in, I'm in, I'm invested in, you know. And I, I'm on Microsoft from the next plane. I see Latin VFR doing their thing on the Microsoft side. They've been around a long time. You've already adapted to the different versions of P3D and FSX. And if you can do that, then you can adapt to X plane. Um, I'm looking at your scenery. You're like, so what would I, I like? What every scenery I see that you have, literally there is a version of it in X plane. So you would definitely be competing with somebody. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if you could just show them and, and show them value that they're not getting already, you'd have to definitely do research. But yeah, I mean. We would love to see you on the X Plane side if you, if it makes sense uh, on your side. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you said you're, you're you do flight simming as well. Do you do you ever get a chance to even fly around? Or? Yeah. Well, sometimes I get tempted and I <laughs> hop in and fly a little bit here and there. Yeah. But um, yeah, usually I if I do do serious simming, I, I do prepared. But uh, if I want to do some BFR, I just do the MSFS 2020, which graphics uh-huh. are, I think, great. Yeah, wonderful. So, so you do fly airliners then? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, nice. I, I like. Yeah, I want to see if I could, uh, if you could give me some uh, ideas on how to learn how to fly the A320. That's my Achilles seal. <laughs> Can I fly it, that? It's it's <laughs> like an iPhone with wings, man. Once you learn it, you're good to go. <laughs> nice. Don't let hear me say that. <laughs> I'm a yeah, I'm biased. I mean, I'm a PMDG 737 guy, so yeah. It's a great plane. It's you can't beat that plane. You know what I mean? It really is good. I mean, yeah. do you do you as research not research, but when you finish the scenery, do you fly into your own scenery just to see how they look? Yeah, usually angles? I do. Yeah, of course. I need to test the ILS. I need to test performance. I need to check how it looks. Um, and sometimes I 
you know, sometimes there's things you don't see as a developer. You need to see it as a pilot. So everything started me as being as an enthusiast as a pilot. So I, that's how it keeps gets me trying to do the best job I could possible. The best experience, the best thing for the summer, I think right. is the most important thing. I nice. do have a question kind of back on your product side, and that's about this airport static aircraft bundle. I know that XP wouldn't really be too interested in this. He has enough static aircraft yeah. around him. Yeah, of course he But, like, how – because it's a – how did how did you do this? Like I understand this is per airport, like like is hand placed. Yeah. Like there's a lot of freaking airports yeah. uh, to to do. So how does well, that work? work. <laughs> yeah. So well, uh, like I, I got said, a map uh, up of like I wanted this. to I wanted to actually improve a little bit the um, the atmosphere of the airports. This is something that was lacking. Uh, people used to fly in. Well, of course you you might have everything configured. Norm uh, may have something with 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 the AI traffic packages that he has and all sort of thing, or he flies, bats him. But um, usually the idea was to actually do some of the Asobo airports. It was like 50 airports or so with put them static aircraft, the airlines there and such. I did that and then I received a lot of feedback. People saying, no, expand the list, expand the list. So we went ahead and did 300. It, the most difficult part of all, I think, was deliveries uh, and the placement, of course. Um, there's hundreds of airlines that we did, uh, many different types of aircraft. Um, delivery part was the challenging part because, I mean, we need to do them from scratch. So if, yeah. So and the placement was looking at, for example, I had another computer scene where certain type of airlines parked certain areas and then place them there. Um, so far, people really do like it. People really like the idea of actually arriving to an airport that that looks populated with local airlines. So these are the people who are not really that much into, you know, getting into the um, AIG sort of thing or, you know, some people don't, are not, not much into that. And some others are too. They, you could actually have them work at the same time if you like. What is so, AIG? Yeah. Sorry? What is AIG? Uh, is that the uh, AI package that there is? I think there's like an, a free yeah, AI. AI package, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a it's free, free AI, AI so, aircraft yeah. package. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm clicking through the, the pictures which, here. For, Norm, which, which, how, how do you get your aircraft, Norm? My CSL, actually, I'm using a VATSIM CSL files. I don't download a lot of liveries. I just use a VATSIM CSL on, on Microsoft Lightsim uh, with uh, vPilot. And that, that seems to cover not all of them, but a decent amount of them in the U.S. I haven't looked at Europe yet to see how it covered, because I'm I'm clicking through the pictures um, on the for the um, for the for the static air, aircraft here. Uh, what's the proper name for it? Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator. Um, no, jeez, what was it called? The uh, proper name. Airport Static Aircraft Bundle. <laughs> airport Static Aircraft Bundle. Right. I'm clicking through the pictures on that, and I'm going, wow, it is everywhere. I mean, U.S., yep. Europe, Asia. Uh, Canada, I mean, the whole thing is here. Dubai, I mean, so you're saying this can work alongside me being on Vatsim? Yeah, yeah, it could. Yeah, of course. So is it taking, like, what percentage of, like, parking spots is it taking away from you? That's the question. Uh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, I know I that try, a lot of people who I run Vatsim to, worry yeah, I about that. Not to, I try not to touch a lot of the gates where there are jetways. 
But I was saying, for example, if a terminal has jetways, maybe 20%, 25% of those stands are occupied. So we mm. could put some life into them. I try not to, but uh, I mean, people want airplanes, so <laughs> I yeah, had no yeah. choice. Um, I think yeah. this picture I have up right now, I think this looks like JFK. That's, that's JFK. Well, in that yeah. case, there are certain airports. For example, JFK is one of them. Uh, London Heathrow, Frankfurt uh, is another where I removed, we removed the uh, parking gates so that they don't get populated with aircraft. Hmm. So, so you don't actually spawn into them. The rest, the rest, you, yeah, it's a, it's a gamble of 25%, maybe 3%. Yeah. My, my mind is working overtime now thinking, go, maybe I need to drop this into my SIM, even Same. though I'm always online on that SIM, just give but, it that, that yeah. real world feel it of does. just more traffic. Yeah. There's airports, for example, that don't receive that much aircraft. Uh, maybe they receive 10 flights. I still put in something there to, you know, to make it feel alive. People fly into default airports, and they don't, they don't actually. Um, they want, they want to f at least feel that there's airliners there from that, from that country, from that airport. Yep. You know what I mean. And this yeah. is only working right for default airports, correct? For everything, for everything, oh. all airports. So even, even if you airports, were to buy a payware of somebody else's... Yeah, if the, pay, if the payware does not have an exclude uh, that removes um, library objects from the ramp areas, it should work fine. Yeah. I'm about to buy this right so, now. No, no, no. no <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the buy going... Even, even with traffic going into the buy, it still doesn't look enough because real Dubai has got a gate at almost every airplane. Almost yeah, every the thing is that it, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, remove those gates because people need to park. So exactly. Yeah. But and also, if you have an AI traffic package, you need, you need, you need to have AI traffic pushing back and all that sort of thing. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I, I, you know, you, you did say blue. I didn't give this a shot, but I'm looking at it and I'm going, hmm. In the same way. It just, yeah, more on the ground, more, more, more airplanes, you know. And just land. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people really like the idea of actually, like I said, I mean, they they come in, they land, and they see airliners there parked. Some of these people don't don't have they don't they don't want to you know get something else to actually install and put in, and they just they just want to have those planes parking there, and it's been really good. It's been very well received, I think. All right, all right, okay, okay. So, so a question. All right, I always feel like I come up with the best ideas on these on these podcasts. Uh, apparently, it seems like you have literally all the models and and liveries for everything. Could you not yeah. yourself come out with an AIG of of sorts? That would be a, that would be a great idea. Of course, yeah. Yeah, whether it be payware or free, like where people can have not only static aircraft. But animated aircraft that follow, I yeah, guess, that, however. That, that could be that could be a project, of course. Yeah, we'll look into that. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, just it's put a my good name idea. On the, have, in the we already have the models, we have the libraries, <laughs> libraries, and so it should work. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I'm just looking at this, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like not, I'm not just saying this because you're here or because we're live, but I'm like legit sold, and I want this installed on my. Because I absolutely hate, and I've said this many times, I hate taking off or landing or, or taxing around an empty COVID air airport like it's not <laughs> fun uh I, I work at the on the ramp now and i like just yesterday i was working i was like looking out you know from the gate my flight hadn't got there yet and i was looking at how busy planes just going everywhere. i mean planes sitting there waiting for other planes yeah. to go there's like a line forming that's how busy it is on a typical day at an international airport and i'm yeah. like we fly yeah. to the sim and unless you're at a vatsim event you ain't got no no traffic 
Um, yeah, I used so, yeah. to I used to work in an airport too, and Wait. I used to, used to work part of the, also in, in a ramp. When oh. I, that was like in the year 2002, 2003. It was a, it was an experience and seeing those airplanes. I mean, you you feel motivated to go back to home and play on the sim, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's, that's that was part of it. Yeah, that was, that was part of my my enthusiasm into the into this. Very much. This must be Boeing Field or something. I'm looking at. I'm That's seeing unpainted. Was it? Renton, Renton. Sorry, unpainted seven three seven maxes. Actually, we're we're updating. We're adding a hundred more airports, so it's going to be four hundred instead of three hundred. And Ooh. we're doing Everett, Ooh. which is also nice. So that's going to come out in a few days, hopefully. So how yeah, so easy? A special announcement. Now. <laughs> nice. There it is. Uh, new. What is it? Hundred airports coming to. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Static aircraft bundle. So how easy is it for someone to update this? Is there like an installer? Uh, is it yeah. going to notify them? Yeah, on the control app, once they open it, they'll be receiving a notification saying that it's been updated. So it's going to it's gonna happen soon. Hopefully. Once again, big shout out to Contrail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. Now, this is, this is awesome, man. Um, your enthusiasm for doing this stuff shows in the work that you do. And what you bring out here, just adding to the sim world, and it, it's it's fascinating and it's good. I like it. I have your products. I use them all the time, and I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue to use them because it just brings that much more life to a base game. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. thank you so yeah. much. Appreciate uh, it. Really that, does. Really it definitely appreciate like imagine having the static aircraft bundle with the Airx together. That's an and airport, the Jetway right? Pro. And the Jetway yeah. Pro. Yeah, my bad. I missed that one. <laughs> you get a brand, you, and you have a brand new sim, basically. It looks completely different. I was going to uh, also, like, uh, recommend, like, is it possible? Like, is it does it make sense to make a Eric's bundle so that now that you have all the regions that you want, like, so somebody like me who has yeah. zero of them could be like, all right, I'm just going to yeah. buy the whole bundle and get the whole world. That's coming up soon, yeah. Sweet. We're working on that soon. Yep. Nice. It's coming up. Here you go. You mm-hmm. heard it here. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good deal, man. Yes. Wow. Anything that you'd like to have the audience know, you know, future projects about Latin VFR, about what you do. You've talked a lot about, you've gone into depth, which mm-hmm. we appreciate here. You know, anything that we haven't covered yet that you, you wanted to get out there? Well, like I said, we're going to be doing more new airports coming in and coming soon. I'm um, going to be trying to expand the list. For example, the idea he was just telling me about the AI traffic, that will be great if we come up with that. It's challenging, but it's, we'll try to look at that since we already have the, the um, we are already have all the materials, we already have all the, uh, all those aircraft there already. So we might look into that. And yeah, um, the only challenge yeah. you might have is animating them because I don't know if they're animated right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly look at that because actually that's something that is lacking completely lacking yeah but um there's other people also doing the same thing so yeah so let's see let's see let's see who comes up comes up first with that mm-hmm. nice nice <laughs> nice nice indeed wow yes absolutely amazing yes oh yeah <clears throat> well it's been an hour mm-hmm. and a half already man can you imagine <laughs> i told oh, you it was going to be an hour we've gone an hour and a half already Yep. And um, I'm glad you um, gave us a shot coming on the show here. Definitely appreciate it. Oh. And um, we hope to see you again when you have something coming out. You never know. Of course. You know, we'll maybe with Kingston. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll showcase it for you. And right. um, <clears throat> we'll do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Latin VFR in the house. Blue. All right. Thanks so much.
Thank you for coming with us, man. It was just so good to talk to you, hearing your uh, your thoughts, your opinions. I always love hearing from developers and hearing your mindset. And one thing that always shines is your passion. And uh, I think that we definitely all see that. You've been doing this for a long time. And to do this this long, you have to have a passion for it. Um, well, thank you so much. Yep. So thank you, man, for, for sharing that. All right. Thanks for your comments, man. Absolutely, man. The link is in the chat, guys, by the way. Uh, LatinVFR.com is the link. Go check it out. Um, and I'm telling you, I'm looking over, man, I'm going to be broke tonight. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm picking up a few things <laughs> definitely on the way out here just because it's that good. The prices are Absolutely. actually not that high, though, to be honest. Like, I mean, no, it's like eight bucks. Or, you know, for, yeah, so it's... I'm used to paying $30 for scenery in, in X-Plane, man. Yeah. These are half the price. You know, that's that's what we love about it. But anyway, we could go on and on and on and yeah. on about it. Definitely. All right, so let's going on XP. Uh, weekend's coming up. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, another XPO. I know there's a FNO going on in Hawaii, but I'm going to skip that because I don't want to create headaches. But I'm going to do something special uh, tomorrow. Uh, weekend, I'm not sure exactly what's coming up. Be a surprise. But Monday is going to be a heck of a surprise for you guys. I can't even say what it's going to be. It's yep. going to be nice. Yep. Just stay tuned for that. I'll let you guys know when it comes out. Uh, what about, oh, and the Blue Experience. Um, come next week. Should we tell them what we're doing uh, next week for the Blue Experience? Uh, next week, nothing. It's Christmas. so um, That's right. <laughs> we'll be doing anything next week. Uh, we should be back the week after that, though, yes. for our 20th yes. episode and our most likely our, yeah, and will be our final episode of the year. Yep. So it's gonna be pretty dope. Yep. That's it. Looking forward to what that. Um, I have uh, I'm gonna be streaming tomorrow. I'll reveal what that will be. I was gonna do the Atlas Air Seven Four Seven uh, on Microsoft Flight Sim, but I gotta make sure it's not broken. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> you know how Microsoft Flight Sim is. Uh, exactly. And then um, this weekend, Saturday, I'm uh, partnering with Flight Sim Association and Flight Sim Expo, and we got a bunch of developers coming through for a uh, live panel discussion um, with, uh, I believe. Uh, developers from X-Plane, like the actual Laminar Research, um, Flight Beam, Orbix, a bunch of people coming together to kind of talk about, like, you know, flights and stuff, and plus there's a bunch of giveaways, so definitely come through. It's going to be on Saturday, uh, I think, afternoon U.S. time, so definitely come back for that on the channel. That's it. Awesome. Oh, real quick, uh, Ricardo, somebody was asking, I wanted to know, you guys have a Discord uh, server for uh, for Latin VFR? Oh, no, sorry, think, but we do have... It? We might, yeah, we might come up with it, of course. Yes, let's look at that. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, cool. I've seen some really cool like scenery developer um, Discord channels where like they'll even have the community help them even come up with um, reference photos and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Yep, definitely. So there you go, T Mac. That's your question. Got it asked. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it, man. That's gonna do it. We'll wrap it up. Right. Appreciate you guys in the audience. Um, hanging out with us for this hour and a half. As usual, this is gonna be on Spotify too. Um, for replay for you guys other than YouTube and uh, Facebook and uh, Twitch, Twitch and, and so forth. Twitter so, and everything yeah, absolutely. else. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Ricardo. Thank you so much, man. So we'll, much. Talk, we'll, we'll work together some more, man. I love it. I love when we work together. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. Right. <laughs> so, I'll see you guys. And as Blue always says, guy had Blue. <laughs> you always forget. Remember, you have three choices. Give up, give in, and give it all. You got peace, love, and God bless you. We, got, we will see you guys next time. Next video. We all the way out. Peace.